This message is brought to you by The Covenant Nation. First Timothy chapter 2 and verse 1. So it says, I exhort therefore that first of all, or in this order, supplications, prayers, intercessions, and giving of thanks be made for all men. And then it says, for kings and queens and for all those who are in authority, that we may lead a quiet and peaceable life in all godliness and honesty. So here it speaks about, we'll continue from where we stopped last week, uh, four different types of prayer. Uh, if everything meant the same activity, then it will not, uh, Paul won't have used distinct and different words to describe those activities. In other words, running is different from walking, is different from jumping, all right? Those are different things. So you might, you might say, well, they're all movements of the body, or you can all wrap them up into athletics. But in athletics there, the running there is different from jumping, all right? It's different from walking, and it's even different from another. There are two types of jumps there. You can have the high jump, you can have the long jump, or I can have triple jump. So there are words that will describe, even though we put everything together and say that that person is a great athlete, right? We are referring to something in particular. And so here there are supplications. And last week we saw that it is a petition that you bring forth unto God, where you make your requests known unto God concerning that particular thing. And Paul, speaking about this, said that by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving, you make your request known unto him. So the supplication there is petitioning. All right, one who is supreme about something where you seek the judgment of that person on that particular thing. An exercise of power. Uh, we'll get into it. What is written is authority. You go to the court to get power to execute what has been authorized. So let me give an example here. You may know things in the scriptures, but you don't have the power for its fulfillment. So if you put a traffic ward in there, at the traffic light over there. And you pulled a mobile policeman with a gun. You pulled, all right, a squad there with a tank. Now you pulled a military battalion there. All these four things I've described all have the same authority. It's the authority of the federal government of Nigeria. The same authority is behind them. In other words, when the traffic warden stands alone and says stop, that hand there is not himself, all right? The uniform he wears says 
The government of this country is telling you to stop. But he has no power to effect what he has just put up his hand there. So if there's someone that is lawless and is coming with a tank and faces him, he will jump across. Isn't that what he's saying? Uh -huh. All right? He doesn't even have to. He can use his car as a weapon and he will jump. Now, if somebody who has a gun comes and says, stop, aha, some sanity will be there. But some people can look at it and say, we can still get away with this. Huh. But if a tank is there, pointing in that direction, and you have 10 people there. Now, what I'm talking about is there are levels of power in authority. Are you following what I'm saying? And you can increase power, but you can't improve authority. Do you get what I'm saying? So, when we find things in the word of God, we'll see this. We go to God in prayer that we may receive the power for the execution of what is authorized. Or else, as a traffic warden, you'll be explaining it, you won't handle it. Demons will defy you. Are, you get what I'm saying? But the authority is the same. It is the power, all right, that actually differs. So we said there's supplication there. Uh, where you present your petition, all right, to God. There is a prayer there, and I'll speak about this to an extent this evening, which is the activity there of, of praying that particular thing through, which is what we will describe as the prayer of faith. It is a commanding prayer. It's the type of prayer here that locks onto that particular thing and understands clearly there that I am not going to let go of this thing that I have held onto until the power for its fulfillment materializes in my life. And the reason why I can do that is that in presenting my supplication, I know on the inside of myself, God has approved of this particular thing. In that prayer there, intercession is involved. It can, stand, it can be a standalone prayer where you stand on behalf of people to receive, all right, from God because they are not in a position to receive. So all sinners are saved through intercessory prayer. In other words, somebody goes up to God on behalf of those people and pleads their case before God standing as the individual before God, saying that Jesus has died for the sins of this person. I acknowledge this sacrifice on behalf of this person. Therefore, I am securing the release of power to cause this particular person to get saved. Now, that's intercession. You can intercede for a family. You can intercede for a church. You can intercede for a nation. You can intercede for your friends. All right, is you are standing. In other words, when God told Job to pray for his friends, it was some intercession he did there. In other words, God told the friends, you don't have standing with me. Go and meet a person who has standing that he might make intercession for you. And we all know what giving of thanks is, at least, which is a deep sense of appreciation from our heart for the goodness or the benefits of God that we have received into our lives. Now, I want to give a, a description here. Let's go prayer of supplication here. If we go to 1 Kings chapter 8, verse 33 to verse 36. When the people of Israel be smitten down before the enemy, because they have sinned against thee, and shall turn again to thee, 
and confess thy name. Now, this is very powerful. When he says, all right, they've sinned, and they will confess your name, all right, let, let me just put it here, and pray and make supplication unto thee. Now, there is what is called the confession of the name of God. And it is the basis of all prayer. Uh, and when you confess the name of God in prayer, you are saying that you are not turning to any other person apart from God for this thing. That's what's going on. And that was the sin they committed here. In other words, people turn to other names apart from God's name. So let me give an example in temptation here. If I, if I say here, all right, that, you know, if somebody wants to get a job, instead of turning to the name of God, we call a name of somebody that we know that is heavy, that can help you, they can turn away from the name of God to the name of that person. And that's the sin there. That's why when Jesus started the prayer, he said, Our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy what? Name. In other words, we sanctify your name as the only person that can make this particular thing happen. And so many people turn to other people's names. All right? And we call a big name there. And so and so is ready to help you. They get relieved. God is able to help you. They are still agitated. All right? And Acts chapter 4 and verse 12 tells us. And that's why you confess his name. Neither is there salvation. Now, if, let's just go up a, a bit. Yeah. Be it known unto you all, to, and to all the people of Israel, that by the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, whom you crucified, whom God raised from the dead, even by him, Doth this man stand before you whole? Now, who was the man? The man that they brought to the temple every day to beg for alms. Uh, that Peter and John said, silver and gold have we none, but such as we have, give we unto you. He said, it's by the name. In other words, this is what the name of God has done. Tell me any other person, all right, on this earth, whose name can get a cripple to walk? Nobody. Somebody born crippled. Nobody can do it. Now, that's the name, I want to say here, in which you are praying. And then when we get to verse 12, it says, For there is no other name, for there is salvation in any other. For there is none other name under heaven, given among men, whereby we must be saved. There is only one name, that can produce salvation, and it's the name of Jesus Christ. Uh, so the first step of prayer when you bring your supplication is that you have to spend time and honor the name, all right, all right, of Jesus. In other words, like someone told me in church, you know, her father used to be the, um, back then in the 70s, like the mayor of Lagos in the 70s, maybe 76 or something like that. So she got married. So she went to Lagos Island again to get something. And she, she, she said, please, could you tell them that so-so and so. Let's just say, uh, let's say, let's say she had gotten married and her name, she now changed her name to uh, Jackie Tampa is outside. So she was there for one hour. 
They didn't answer. So she called the person. Tell them that it's Jackie and changed to her maiden name. Huh? The man came out immediately. In other words, that name carried something. Do you get what I'm saying? Yes. Immediately it came out. You know, you can be lying down. They can say somebody's looking for you. Wake up quickly. <laughs> you know, it's the name that is told you that is on the phone when they hand it over to you that shows how you do what? Greets. Isn't that so? Uh -huh. The name of Jesus to demonic power, when they say it is offered in the name of Jesus, heaven stands still. Uh, you get what I'm saying here? So there is no other name and there is nothing on this earth that is called salvation that the name of Jesus Christ in itself all right, cannot produce. So they offer their supplication. All right, let's go back there to 1 Kings 30, 33. Uh, on today in this house. Now verse 34. He now says, then here, he says this, in heaven, and forgave the sins of the people that they had committed. Verse 35. He now goes on, uh, when heaven is shut and there is no rain. There's not that name that can do that. Because they have sinned, all right, and they confess thy name and turn from their sin when thou, and the reason is that they left the name there. They left the name. All right, verse 36, it now says, here in heaven forgive, all right, and thou shalt teach them in the good way in which they walk. So, a supplication is a petition addressed to the Father in the name of Jesus for the realization of things that he has promised you but those things are beyond the reach of the human mind or might. In other words, by your mind or your might, you cannot reach those things. A supplication is a petition that you offer up unto God for the release of his power. To cause what is impossible to happen, which means what men through their minds or their minds cannot attain. So it's a specific and it's an exact prayer. Making a request. Now, this is where it's important. For something that is, all right, that you know you are making requests according to his will. In other words, when the lawyer goes, all right, to go and meet and petition the judge, what the lawyer does is that the lawyer cites areas in the constitution or the law of the land. Which means he says, according, that's almost, to the will of this court, which is the law of the land, we pray you to give us judgment in these areas because, all right, of that which is your will. So you can't come just with your own, say, my desire is this, and I want that. You have to come according to the will of God. Now, this is what you need to get, all right, and understand. Knowing God's will on something is the secret to audacious faith. Listen, 
if you can do this, then you are guaranteed greatness in life. What it is, is the secret to audacious faith is that that person has a glimpse into God's mind concerning that particular thing. Because what we've said is, if you are going to get power, uh, you can't use, I mean, why will people complain? If a policeman comes with power now and acts not according to the law of the land, but acts according to his desire towards a person to do harm to that person, won't it be trouble? Because he's not using it according to the what? Law of the land. So he has power and he's administering the power not according to the written law of the land. In other words, he can't just come into the person's house, break down the doors there, open the doors there, cock the gun in front of the person. He's not doing it according to the law of the land. That's not how the law states you should do it. All right? If they come in, you have to have a warrant. There are certain procedures that you go through before you do that. All right? Now, if somebody now cites the law to that person, say, you are, you are citing, you see me with God. You are talking law again. Vam! All right? What, you, so, why we will complain about something natural, then demand it in the spiritual? Where we are going to bombard the gates of heaven, which means God. We don't want to even know where your will is here of the matter. We want to use the Holy Spirit power to. It's even God you are facing now. Now, I want to show something else. So, the, so knowing God's mind, where the mind of God is known, the prayer of supplication will produce the impossible. The issue is that the mind of God is not known first. Or people don't know that, all right? They have to. Now, you have got to understand Christianity is the cross before the crown. Do you get what I'm saying here? The cross is this. Not my will, but thy will be done. Paul said, I tell you of certain people whose God is their belly. In other words, what it means is if it's not pleasing to you, you are knowing it. Are you following what I'm saying So, in order to make a supplication, and I'll show this here, I've also laid down my will. That's why Jesus said, look, this is Jesus, who, Jesus, son of God, only begotten. He said, as I hear, I judge, and my judgment is just, for I seek not my own will. Isn't that what he said? That means that his will could have differed from the Father. Isn't that what he's implying? Look, listen, the Holy Spirit, the Bible says, he shall not do what? Speak of himself. But whatsoever he shall hear, this is the Holy Spirit. He is under authority. Who are we now? Are, are you following what I'm saying here? We just cook up there and say, that, listen to me, uh, God, so what are the principles I must use? And then you start agitating and, you know, it's like, uh, it's not working. Uh, I want to do, first of all, there's, there's, no, you know, there's no guarantee on all those things. Look, listen. You know, even a clock that is not working is right two times. If not working. If it says 3 o'clock, at 3 a.m. is correct. At 3 p.m. is correct. So if you are rolling the dice, you just are doing it. It may just work because what you wanted coincided with something. 
Do you get what I'm saying? But the way is supplication. That's why I said that. So what you're getting in supplication is you want to, you want to receive power. You want, you want to get into prayer here. But the supplication here, so by the time a person presents his supplication to God, he's speaking in absolute faith concerning it. That's what I'm saying here. So prayer, therefore, will be in, that's the act of now, when we talk about praying now, all right? The act there of talking to God will be in two phases, just like it says latter rain and the, sorry, the former rain and the latter rain. Uh, the former rain is for planting, the latter rain is for what? Harvest. The planting is God's word that is sown into us, the harvest there is manifestations of power on the outside. So, prayer is in two phases. The first is the knowledge of God's will. God reveals it. And then the second is the release of his hand to cause that thing to happen. This is why we say you should. I'm telling you this. This is a serious truth. Look. When Jesus talked about, when he gave them, he said, how do we pray? He says, this is how you pray. Our Father who name, hallowed be thy name, thy kingdom come, thy will be done on the earth as it is in heaven. Which is thy will be done on the earth as it is in heaven is the supplication. When this is God's will in heaven, let it be established on the earth. That's the supplication. That's what we're talking about. Thy kingdom come is to know the will. We'll see this. That thy kingdom come is Lord. That's why I say seek first his kingdom. God, what's, what's your kingdom saying about this? He shows you. All right, that will be done on the earth as it is in heaven. Now, the next thing he says, give us this day our daily bread. That is not bread, uh, bread, uh, it's in bread, okay? Give us this day our daily bread is the bread of life. Now, every day, God wants to feed you with his word. Now, the issue is this. If every single day, even if you read your Bible, if you pray, listen, E.M. Bound said something, to have prayed well is to have studied well. In other words, if you pray through and you read your Bible for 30 minutes, you will receive nourishment. Now, even if you take your Bible and read it for 30 minutes, God will begin to deposit things into your heart so that when the day comes, you need to make a supplication. You already know the will of God concerning it before you pray. You can pray it straight. We are saying this now because we are assuming that people don't even know anything. But the real issue is, is that God doesn't want to wait about anything. It means that the minute they threaten them, there is no time. There is, no, there is no time, all right? You have, uh, they're coming to carry, when they, they came out and took the word of God and said, Psalm 2 quoted it and then made their supplication unto God and said, based on this, here is our request. And they knew it could not be denied. When the spirit of God came into them, power was given to them for his fulfillment. Do you get what I'm saying? And what they were asking for was for powerful things. Because they said, grant unto us that with all boldness you may do what? Speak your word. By the stretching forth of your hand to heal, signs and wonders. So they wanted the hand of God operating in their midst. That's what they wanted. Now, the will of God was known, but they needed the hand of God, all right, in their affairs. Now, let me show you here. 1 Kings 8, 15. Now, hear what he said. And he said, blessed be the Lord God of Israel which spake with his mouth unto David my father and hath with his hand fulfilled it. There is the saying, there is the fulfillment. Do you hear what I'm saying here? 
Remember what they played in Acts chapter 4. He says, look, let's go to Acts chapter 4. Go to Acts chapter 4 here. Acts 4, 28. All right, from verse 26. The, now, this is what God said. That's what's in scripture. Abi, The kings of the earth stood up and the rulers gathered themselves together against God, against Christ. All right? For the truth, against the holy child Jesus Christ, whom thou hast anointed, both Herod and all this way were gathered together. They were cited. For to do whatsoever thy hand and thy culture determined before to be done. Verse 29. Now, behold their threatening and grant unto thy servants that with all boldness they may speak the word, that by the word stretching forth of your hand to do what? To heal, signs and wonders may be done. So they quoted what he said that they might get his what? Hand. Are you following what I'm saying? But his, you, God is God. You can't tell him to see. If somebody comes and meets you now, listen to this. Oh. You have two million in the bank. Somebody comes and meets you and says, put your hand and sign a check for me now. Because he's your brother. Sign a check for me now for one million. What will you tell you? Oh, yeah, carry my hand now. <laughs> Since you are the one that put the money in the bank, come and carry my hand now. This is how we do to God now. He said, God, I'm telling you, do you? But God, God said, yeah, carry my hand. Shebe, you are the one. Come and carry. You know where I am. Come to where I am and carry my hand. All right? Now, see it here also. In 1 Kings chapter 18. Now, this is what they call prayer. So supplication, okay, so supplication is the written petition. That's what it's almost, that's what it is. It is the petition you write out. Okay? It's a written petition. I, I have an example on my phone. I thought we'll get there. But when I finish the study, I saw that it won't be able to get there. So it's a written petition. It's, it's like what Paul did when he wrote it and said, this is what I'm petitioning the Father for. It's written. Now, 1 Kings 18, verse 41. You'll see the mouth, the voice, the word, and the hand. Elijah said unto Ahab, Get thee up, eat and drink, for there is a what? Sound of the abundance of rain. In other words, that sound he had heard it in the spirit realm. Do you get what I'm saying here? You know when the Bible says, I give unto you the keys of the kingdom. Okay? And whatsoever you bind on earth shall be bound in heaven. And whatsoever you shall bind or loose on earth shall be loosed in heaven. That is a wrong translation there. What it reads, because God even told them during the days of Daniel, he says, your kingdom shall be restored unto you after you know that the heavens doth what? Rule. So the earth doesn't control the heavens. It's the heavens that control the earth. Literally, it means, I give unto you the keys of the kingdom. And what's the keys of the kingdom? He said, flesh and blood hath not revealed this unto you, but my Father who is in heaven. Those are the keys. When you get revelation, all right, that didn't come through your five physical senses. He says, I give unto you the keys of kingdom. He says, whatsoever you bind on earth will have been bound in heaven, which means those keys will make you know what heaven has bound and what heaven has released. So what you do is the same thing Jesus said. You see the clouds and you say rain is coming. All right? Now, what gives us the advantage is we don't bind what heaven has released or else you'll be, you'll be disgraced. Do you get what I'm saying here? Are you following what I'm saying here? What makes us magical there, which means we'll look at it and all these things are done in parables, is that you know what God has bound and what God has what? Released. So you don't come there and say, in three days, when God said in seven days. 
Don't you see the prophet that came? And professor, I said, in two years, everybody will be out. Jeremiah called him. He said, God said 70 years. You are professor. He's, everybody was rejoicing. He said, you have worsened the condition of these people. During COVID. I told her, when I went to first week, we were all praying. Uh, the churches will be open back by next Sunday. When I entered the prayer, God told me, he said, oh, God, don't go to church on Sunday and say it will be open in two weeks. He said, it's a marathon, not a sprint. You'll be in this thing. I called my friend in Abuja. He said, you saved my ministry. I said, God told me it's a marathon, not sprint. You know, people don't like to hear that kind of thing. They like to hear the, 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 it's going today. Everything will disappear. Everything is gone. I said, it's a marathon. Now, during that period of time that God will reveal to us how to do ministry, use it. Are you following what I'm saying here? All the exposure going on in Nigeria today is, is, is online now. It's during COVID, all those ministries. Well, started, people started doing all those things. It's online. They started, people started doing um, uh, prayer in the morning. Isn't it, isn't it that thing? Isn't it doing? When, when, when we're seeing ourselves, nobody was doing online prayer. <laughs> Are you following me saying Let me tell you something in life. Let me tell you. Huh? Let me tell you. I was listening to a guy. He said he went fishing. He would try, he would try. He didn't catch any fish. He said someone that knew about fishing told him. He says once the water resigned, that's when you should throw the hook in. He said he discovered from that principle that when things seem like they are going negative, that's when you should throw in the hook. Do you get what I'm saying? Let me even show you something. I was going to use it, in, but let me give it to you before free of charge how Reebok overtook Adidas and Nike. I, I want to show you. All right? Okay, but before we get there, go to, go to let's continue, First, First Kings 18.41. So Elijah said, I heard the what? Sound of the abundance of rain. Now, next verse. It now says, so Ahab went to eat. Remember, it is mouth spoke, hand did. Huh? Ahab went to eat and drink, and Elijah went up to the top of Carmel and cast himself down upon the earth and put his face between his what? Knees. That's the act of prayer now. Okay? Now, go, let's go. Next verse. It says, and he said, go up now and look. And he went up and looked and said nothing. And he said, go again seven times. Verse 44. It says... And it came to pass that on the seventh time, behold, there ariseth a little cloud out of the sea, like a man's. Do you see from, from sound to what? Hand. Do you get what I'm saying here? So if the hand, now, now look at what it now says. No, he told him, go and eat and drink, for I hear the sound of the abundance of rain. Now, if you just hear the sound and you now start behaving like it's about to rain. You say this is an act of faith. The rain will fall when I, when I behave like it's about to, No rain will come. Do you, do you get what I'm saying? When you say corresponding action to the sound. Are, are you hearing what I'm saying here? That, oh yeah, begin to behave like the rain is coming. Take out the umbrellas. <laughs> you will wait. Do you get what I'm trying to explain here? Now, look, look, look at what he's saying here. Look at He now said, like a man's hand. And then he said, go up and say to her, prepare thy chariot and get thee that the rain. It was after he saw the hand 
He said, the rain is about to start. But he had already heard the sound. But he didn't tell people to go and organize until he secured the hand. Are you following me? Uh, Plates. So I want to see something here. Just, I just wanted to say that when things go negative. What year did you exit Reebok? 1989. Why did you exit and what was the revenues when you exited? Well, the revenue would be over a billion because we had overtaken Adidas and we had overtaken Nike. We had become number oh, wow. one. Why were you number one? Adidas had come into the UK and they had taken soccer. We had no money. So we had to look for what we call white space. There's a lot of business out there that's too small for Adidas. But our guy down in Los Angeles, his wife is going to these classes, aerobics. Half the class with New Balance. The other half, they didn't wear any shoes. Why don't we make a shoe for aerobics? And aerobics was the white space. And this took us from 9 million to 900 million in four years. That's where Reebok got its growth. You got what I'm saying? From nine to 900 million, you get this. Anytime there seems to be something back, there is white space. That's what causes the problem. Don't, don't copy. Do you get what I'm saying? Don't, listen to me, don't copy. Don't. Do you get what I'm saying? There's white space. See, let, let, let me tell you. No, 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 no. Okay, it's not business meeting. Let's just go. All right, Daniel chapter 9, verse 1. I'll close with this, yeah? That's it, talk, Pastor. Daniel 9, 1. So, so, it says, In the first year of Darius, the son of Ahasuerus, the seed of the menace, which was made king over the realm of the Chaldeans. Verse 2, In the first year of his reign, I, Daniel, understood by what books the number of years whereof the word of the Lord came to Jeremiah the prophet saying they will accomplish 70 years, which means through books I understood what the prophet said and number of years. Next verse, he now said, then I set my face unto God to seek by prayer and what? Supplication. In other words, I first of all knew what was on God's mind. Do you get what I'm saying here? Now, from verse 20 to verse 22, when he now started praying, somewhere else he says it took 21 days for the angel to come through. Now, while I was speaking and praying, confessing my sins of people, and presenting my supplication before God for the holy mount of my God, all right? And while I was speaking in prayer, even the man Gabriel, whom I'd seen in the vision at the beginning, being caused to fly swiftly, touched me about the time of the evening oblation. That evening oblation, this is why we tell you people that you should be worshiping God twice, is the time of evening worship. Look at what it says here. He informed me and talked with me and said, Oh, Daniel, I've come to give the word skill and understanding. Verse 23, it now says, At the beginning of thy supplication, the commandment did what? Came forth. I am now come to show thee, for thou art. Now, what it means is that he had a vision, but he didn't have the skill nor the understanding to make it happen. But he had the vision. But an angel had to come through 
And that's what the prayer brings, which means the supplication there is that you are presenting to the Father and saying that this is what's on your mind. I've aligned myself with it, and I'm asking, all right, for this particular thing in the name of Jesus that I enter into the place of prayer because demonic spirits don't want the will of God to be done on the earth as it is in heaven. Once you've seen something in God's word, that's why it says, if we pray according to his will, he does what? He heareth us. And we know that if he heareth us, we have those things we have what? Desired of him. So God is not your problem now. The issue now is to push through his spiritual warfare. That's where the prayer comes in. Yeah? And pray that particular thing through. And when they pray that particular thing through, and the hand of God comes in, you are going to start seeing movements. Do you get what I'm saying here? Once that hand comes in here, yeah, is when somebody says that, you know, I just went away and I just met somebody in the supermarket and they opened up and things began to open up. It's the hand of God that is doing that. So when he entered into Moses' heart, that was he heard the sound, but the hand was not with him. That's why he carried what he did. It was after 40 years. That's the difference between to be called and to be sent. To be called means you hear the sound of abundance of rain. To be sent means the hand of God is backing you in that endeavor. Do you get what I'm saying here? A called man and sent person can share at the same level. But the one who is not yet sent will be sharing just to himself and family. Nobody will come because he has not been what? Sent. Lack of being sent or having the hand you can now see is the reason for what? Frustration. And the more sound you hear, and the less hand you have, the more frustrated you will be. Because you'll be seeing it in your heart, but you will not be able to handle it with your hands. All right? So I think for the purpose of... We should close. All right? First Kings 8, chapter 23, 26. So let me just... Close with this and see what Solomon was saying here. And he said, The Lord God of Israel, there is no God like thee in heaven above on earth with you. I just want to say something. I don't want to divert to business. But let me just say something. There are, there are strategies you can use in business with. There's something called white spaces. That terminology used white space. It is a principle for quantum leap. Okay, you first of, first of all create white space. Is what Jesus said when he said you you prune it. Okay, you decrease its activity. So you prune it. You want to go for it. But when you talk about white space, you know. Let me tell you this. It's just that people are addicted to. I want to live in Lagos. I want to live in Lagos. I'm in Lagos. Look, there are principles in business, but you, you try to look for white space. In other words, um, Sun Tzu, in his principles of the art of war, he says, don't attack strength, attack emptiness. If you are starting in something, if you attack strength, those people have more money and capacity than you. They wipe you out. Do you get what I'm saying? Okay. And you have to be careful because, let me give an example here. Let's just say you are doing Zobo. Let's say you are doing Zobo in your house. Hmm? You're just doing it. And you are selling. You come to sell it. 
sell it. Family, friends, everybody's buying. After some time, you open a kiosk. You are selling it. Hmm? Big brands are near the place. They've not yet seen your business because you are not on the radar. Let that business begin to come on the radar. They have factories you don't have. They can produce 100,000 zobos without moving. They just take one line in their factory. You will still be doing like this in your house. Are you following here? So it's better you do it somewhere where nobody knows. When you have built the capacity to strike, then come to where it's visible. Because they can drop their price and be making money on something else. While you, this is what you're using to pay your rent. If the price goes down, you are gone. Do you get what I'm saying here? Another thing, therefore, you can do is if something is successful in Lagos, Abel Kuta is 45 minutes away. That idea is not yet there. Carry it from Lagos. Do you get what I'm saying here? Go to Abel Kuta. From there, go to Lokoja. Look for where there's empty space. Don't say I will die, go yam. I'm in the something. Look for empty space. Do you get what I'm saying here? Where those things are, those things are not, and then time to those empty spaces there. So you, you use, when you, are, when you don't have capacity, you attack, all right? So that by the time people, all right, wake up, you have already, you, have, you, you, can, you can fight at that level. Or else, this world, this thing you see inside the scripture that says that the dragon waited for the child to be born, and as soon as it grab, is is what happens in life. Don't say it's spiritual dragon. No, it happens, which means some people are too big to go through innovation again. They wait for people who can innovate to innovate. Then they come and carry it. That's all. That's the business they are doing. No, looking for people. Do you get what I'm saying here? That's why they will tell you that they get to a point and sell their business. What are they saying? If you don't sell, you will sell. Sell on our terms, or don't what? Sell, or you will sell it. <laughs> you don't say. So there is a principle there of white space, and always let me just go. There is white space in everything. Once people, and particularly in Nigeria, because people are Russians in Nigeria. What I mean by Russians is, once anything is working, they all just rush to it. That's how Nigerian people just head mentality. So when they are rushing to one, just pull back. Find the white space. End time to it. Before they come from where they are rushing. <laughs> are you following what I'm saying? It's white space. Okay? It's not trying to sound like somebody else. It's not trying to be like somebody else. Do you get what I'm saying here? It's stepping back to say, okay. This is what everybody is going into. God, show me what nobody else has seen. And then you quite, not that you go to Instagram once you start. Some of you, Instagram finishing you. You have gone to wear a t-shirt on Instagram. You are do, they, they will notice you. Are you following what I'm saying? You say, I don't understand what's going on about Instagram now. You, you have not even made money. You have bought Range Rover. You have, you have not made money. Then you now, ah, why this young guy, young lady have this? They come with force. 
Do you understand what I'm saying? Are you following me? Ah, this generation. People that carry wealth. You know, I, I'm an Ijebu man. Ijebu people back then. Let me tell you this. They will build a household. They will give tenant, somebody to rent the house. You will rent the apartment from them. You won't know they are the owner. <laughs> when you are doing, ah, washing the apartment, they will come. They will be like, ah, good morning, sir. <laughs> ah, God did this for you, man. You too say, yeah, I just got this too much. <laughs> they are the owner of the house. But you think that you are more than them. These are how people that build transitional wealth. Look, in New York, one of the most expensive avenues is Fifth Avenue. That's why you find the most expensive shops in New York. I heard Fox News that is the king of New York in it. They said, we don't know who are the people that own the buildings on Fifth Avenue. That's, but they vote before anybody can come in. That they sit down to vote. If you want to, if you want to rent a shop, they have to vote. They say the people that are voting, we don't know who they are. But they cast their votes. So those kind of people, you will see them walking on the road. You won't know he's the owner of the building. He went time to your shop. You are doing like this. Oh, yeah, our belt is torn and They say, hey, hi. <laughs> are you going to say, yes, I have a belt. You know, <laughs> Meanwhile, you are paying everything you sell there a percentage is going into their pocket. You didn't know they came to inspect. Do you understand what I'm saying? That's what the Bible says. A real Jew is inward and not outward. It says true circumcision is of the heart. Are you following me here? Not on the outside. You're not trying to impress anybody. It's inside. Do you get what I'm saying? You have to be calm if you want to build wealth. If it's riches you want, okay. You know, riches have wings, they fly. Uh, just between, we are here. <laughs> but if you want transgenerational, do you get what I'm saying? Uh, when you go on social media, just wear shirts that is almost like, ah, they are praying for you. You understand, sir? By the time you manifest, maybe after 10 years, when you now come out and wear those shirts, it's not that you wore it today and you can't wear it tomorrow. Are you following what I'm saying? Father, in the name of Jesus, we thank you for your word and by the power of your spirit, we ask that you establish us in this truth, deepen it within our consciousness. In the mighty name of Jesus. Amen.